The National Assessment Program for Literacy and Numeracy, known as NAPLAN, is an annual assessment for students in years 3, 5, 7 and 9. It's been part of Australian school calendars since 2008. MySchool.edu.au is a government website where the public can look up government and private schools and have access to data such as the school's NAPLAN performance and the school's index of community socio-educational advantage also known as ICSEA. The ICSEA is supposed to give us a measure of the school's educational advantages. Factors such as geographical location, proportion of Aboriginal students, parents' occupations, and parents' education are used to calculate the school's ICSEA value. Many think of it as a measure of the affluence of the students that go to a certain school. Everyone has access to viewing the percentage of students in each quarter of ICSEA for any given school via the MySchool platform. According to the MySchool website, ICSEA was created by the Australian Curriculum Assessment and Reporting Authority, ACARA, specifically to enable meaningful comparisons of the National Assessment Program. This may not be all that the data has been used for. What I find interesting is the powerful effects the MySchool data is having on society I think this headline in the Australian Financial Review communicates some of its power. Baldwin High School in Melbourne sparks property boom as parents fight to get in. Many schools are zoned. This means that only students living within a certain zone of the school have access to the school. It's easy to see that this can massively influence supply and demand to live within a certain zone. I asked some teachers and students about their opinions of NAPLAN and my school displaying all this data. You have an interesting perspective because you are both a parent and a teacher. Now tell me some of the things that you like about NAPLAN. Um, I like how it gives me an idea as a parent of my child's strengths and weaknesses, like what level they're at with different things and if there's anything um, that I need to be aware of that, you know, my child needs to work on. That's good to know. Um, and is there anything that you dislike about NAPLAN? Um, I think that she's very aware um, of testing at a really early age. I think that's courtesy of NAPLAN. I don't remember being tested as a kid in school nearly as much as what she is. She's, you know, pre-test, post-test, mid-topic test, all sorts of tests are going on. But for her to know statewide where she's at, at such a young age, I find that a little disturbing. Well, when you're choosing a school, do you look at a my at the my school website? Of course, I do. Okay, and what do you look at in the my school website? Uh, I'm going to sound like a really bad person here, but I look at things like the is it the socioeconomic status of the school that um, the index, and I look at the bottom quarter, middle quarters, top quarter, and this will sound really awful, but I don't want my child going to a school that has low percentages in like the top and middle quarters and a high percentage in the bottom quarter. I want her to be in a school where, you know, there's a large portion of students in the top. And I want her to be mixing with nice kids. Yeah, I just, I want her friends, her peers to be 
um, well-adjusted young kids, not kids coming from broken homes and having all sorts of issues and, you know, poverty and things like that. On my school, there's not just the ICSEA value. The NAPLAN results are published on my school. This data is actually affecting house prices in certain suburbs. So do you think that's causing any negative effects? Absolutely, I do. And it's interesting because when I put the parent hat on, I like my school because it gives me a really good insight into choosing a school for my child and things like that. But as a teacher and as a community member, I hate my school. So let me get this straight. As as a teacher, you hate my school, but as a parent, you find it informative and useful. Is that right? Yes, but the information that I get from it as a parent helps bring out the worst in me because... You know, basically I become, unfortunately, fearful of <laughs> poverty and um, things like that. So I think if my school didn't exist, I'd be a better parent um, and a better community member. Yeah, but if it's there, it's like, how you know, how am I not tempted to use it? I see. What would you change about my school and NAPLAN? Or would you change anything at all? Yeah, I think that... I'd I'd scrap the website. I th- there are things that I like about NAPLAN, but I don't think that the information should necessarily be made public. I think that you know, if a child is above or below level, perhaps that could be communicated and if they're in the broad range that's at level, then that's okay. I think it should just be highlighting who do we need to support, who do we need to enrich. Some people have the belief that schools are manipulating the NAPLAN system, like pulling students out of it, students that they know are going to score low. Um, Do you think this happens? Hell yeah, (laughs) of course. Um, I think that, you know, this data is so important to a school in terms of future enrolments, courtesy of that MySchool website, that of course they're going to do everything that they can to try and get the best scores possible. whether that's encouraging students to stay at home or <laughs> who knows. What I, one thing I wanted to say, though, was that with the NAPLAN data, I think having that on my school um, website means that some schools, like as we know, some schools will win. <laughs> you know, it's a competition essentially for enrolments. That's what it comes down to. And some schools win and some schools lose. The schools that lose, they don't need my school to make things more difficult for them they need support they don't need parents enrolling their children in schools nearby or a few suburbs over or moving away from it that's only going to make the situation worse okay um do you have any other thoughts on my school and that plan that you'd like to put out there um just off the cuff i think it must cost an absolute fortune Um, to run NAPLAN and to run that website and I really would like to see that money better spent because schools need it. Now this is the daughter of the teacher I just interviewed about NAPLAN in my school. So you're 11 which would mean you're in grade 6 right? Yep. Okay so you have to complete NAPLAN every second year. Yeah, you're three, five, seven, and nine, I'm pretty sure. So you did NAPLAN last year? Yeah. 
What was it like? What are your thoughts on it? It was horrible. <laughs> Why was it horrible? Because it's like, whenever like you've got nap plan like every second year, like you've got to do all this preparation for it, and like half a term is just like focused on preparing for nap plan, and like it just gets built up with the pressure. Like it just keeps like getting even more stressful because you know it's coming. The dates are coming closer and closer, and it's like, oh, it's just it's stressful and like. There's so much pressure for it, and it's just hard. Half a t- you said you would spend half a term preparing for NAPLAN. Well, you know what I mean. Like you spend like ages on it. But it's, it's not half a term. I know. <laughs> it's been ages. It like it feels like it. It's uh, like it's so much. You've got to do this. So, n- just to be clear, no one says that to you. But is that just how it feels like? Is yes. that communicating? All right. Um, is there anything else you want to say about NAPLAN? It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. The okay. actual test itself. I mean, like, there's stuff on there, like, we've never learned about, which, like, we're supposed to, you're supposed to have it on a test, but, I mean, like, there's stuff on there that, like, you've never, ever even heard of and then, like, the name of something, and then I find that confusing. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. Do you, how do you perform in NAPLAN? Do, do you perform... Greater than the state average in yeah. all of the yeah. types of NAPLAN tests. Uh huh. So in maths and literacy. Especially in reading. I mean, the little mini triangle on the test thingy. <laughs> okay. At the very top of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's like this little mini triangle on the huge scale. That's what I want to talk about. Okay. All right. Thank you. Goodbye, Jason. Bye-bye. All right. So tell me about what you teach. So I'm a high school uh, math teacher. I teach uh, year seven year uh, 11 specialist, year 12 methods, and year 12 specialist. Yeah, I teach at a, a public school in a relatively nice area, but I mean, we, it's a, I'd say it's kind of middle of the road sort of public school. And what are your thoughts on NAPLAN? Um, I, I've got no real problem with NAPLAN. Um, I think it's important for, you know, um, schools to be held accountable for um, how they're doing. And I mean that in a supportive way, so um, the government or whoever else can see if a school is struggling, how they can, uh, you know, help out. What what can be done for uh, any any school that is underperforming. So you're aware that there is a my school website, obviously, and on that website, the index of ICSEA and the breakdown of the index of ICSEA is published for each school. What effects do you think that's having? Well, I, I think that has a, a bit of a feedback effect uh, where schools that have low uh, low values and low results, um, I mean, uh, conscientious parents who will look at those values I might not want to send their students there, and I think that can, you know, end up making the problem, making a problem school worse. Right. Um, do you have any other thoughts on NAPLAN and my school? Um, well, another thing about NAPLAN is that I think, it's, in a way, it's a bit silly that it doesn't uh, close for maths anyway. Doesn't closely uh, reflect what's in the curriculum. Sometimes I feel like um, NAPLAN questions are more like IQ test questions and 
they're not really uh, it's it's more re reflecting the, the students innate intelligence rather than the the curriculum that we're you know told that we should be teaching My school displays data such as the ICSEA value and NEPLAN results for a school. Displaying this data may have had unintended consequences. When numerical measures are designed for people, they may focus on achieving better numbers. But do these numbers necessarily reflect what they're trying to reflect? Are they doing more harm than good? <laughs> 